0: that I realized that I don't talk about enough is my own research. I talk about a lot of different things, but I think they overlap in a lot of different ways and um, the research that I do actually um, captivate, or is is I'm really actually talking about research, to be honest, a lot of the times with these um, experiences, because it's the stuff I, I study, and I think it's really important to sort of have it connect to, to different people and have it resonate with different people. That's why I talk about it. But today, I actually want to talk about um, just research and development um, within, within companies. And it seems like some sort of boring thing, but I think it's really practical um, in our own lives. And, and a lot of us actually don't do this. And, and I think it's kind of a missed opportunity for all of us. So if you don't know me, I am a prof- I'm Professor Dave Masslack. I'm an Associate Professor of Innovation, Strategy, and Entrepreneurship. And I created this whole reciprocity project to give back as much as I possibly can. There's so many people that helped me out that I wanted to pay the favor for to help you out as much as I possibly can. I'm just going to have a sip of my coffee. So what is, what is research and development really doing? Um, so research development is kind of like a fancy word, but really what it is, is thinking about ways that you can grow, um, that whether it's you or some agent can grow, and that agent being typically, we think about, um, you know, companies doing research and development. They're looking at growth opportunities. Um, but often, you know, it might be institutions, governments do a lot of research and development. Universities do research and development and what they're doing is looking at ways that they can grow, um, you know, whether it's their their understanding, but also not only just their understanding, but, but extending, so this is the more of the development side. Um, research is more of the, the sort of on the understanding side, but development is more of like extending the performance, um, looking for different, you know, products and services, um, You know different management techniques those kind of things that allow the you know the agent to um to to perform better and looking for different things that allow them to um perform better whatever those things are whether it's a product or service or management technique um but this seems like you know in a firm in a company um What they would normally do is have a a department that has a dedicated research and development department. There might be, you know, in a a company of, um, you know, 200 people, there might be five people um, or 10 people that are doing research and development and they're looking for new products and services, maybe some tweaks to make their current products and services a little better, Um, looking for new product designs. You know, all of those various different things, maybe it's a new, you know, design altogether or a new product or, you know, new ways to serve customers. That's really what they're thinking about and what they're doing. It's just extending what they currently do and sort of doing it's for the most part, from what we understand, how research and development actually works. It's kind of like a trial and error process where you try something. And you see if customers actually like it or, you know, if you don't want to show your customers right off the get-go. You see see if maybe it's your middle management or whoever actually likes the thing that you're doing. And then from there, you extend it. Um, so if they actually do like it, then you continue on, right? So it's just kind of like trial and error process. And so you might try a bunch of them. You might present, you know, to customers, maybe you've got... I don't know. Maybe you're trying to do, you're a marketing um, firm and you've got to sell to your customers and you might show um, 10 different advertising, advertisements, possible advertisements, and then your customer picks the one that they actually like. And then those 10 are, are wasted, um, you know, kind of quote unquote wasted efforts. And so that's the error component. So generally, that's the way it works out. You're lucky if it's 10% other things that you're working on actually pans out to doing anything that's 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 um you know profitable but you know likely it's only a a couple of percent that's actually doing pretty good and if you look at just across the board and most things in life that's actually a a good ratio if you're getting one percent of anything to stick um you're doing pretty good that's probably about average um that that is you know roi um return on investment, positive, uh, 1% of anything that you're working on is probably pretty good. So then from there, um, you know, that they can sell those products or services and do something with it. So it's a a really expensive endeavor, but for companies that want to survive and grow, um, you know, that's sort of two components, the growth component, they need to do that to sort of find new opportunities to grow. But also survival, you know, companies are, you can imagine them as kind of like a, a growing organism, um, and they grow, they grow by expanding the people, um, you know, the resources that they have available to them, all those kind of different things, um, resources being financial um, resources, maybe you're in charge of, of bigger departments, um, you know, bigger clients, all of those sort of ways to measure growth. And they grow over time, um, through this research and development, but they also survive, right? Because the environment changes on a regular basis. Right. So what it was in the nineteen eighties is not what it is right now, right? And so you have to sort of see where it's gonna go. And that's kind of there's that's you know, that's a sort of a fault line or a problem that might arise is that you your research and development is sort of thinking about now. But, um, you know, things might be completely different in the future, or, you know, it might be too futuristic that uh, people don't really see it and they don't get it. And so it's too far out in the future. Um, And so it's kind of finding that's that's what makes it so tricky, right, is that you have to find sort of the sweet spot, but also not only the sweet spot and what it actually looks like, but it's like functional enough and valuable enough that people are actually going to, um, you know, jump on this thing and actually use it and have it part of their life. And that's what it becomes like a profitable growth opportunity. But it's really hard to find that, um, you know, what they call product markets fit, right? So where it actually starts to resonate with people. So you know, from a company and, and governments do this too. Universities do this too. This is what they're they're doing. You know, in terms of their products that they're they're offering, or governments are looking for. You know, right now, COVID nineteen is a really big thing. Um, they're going to look to invest in new treatments um, for for the firm to do well, or for the government to do well to solve this problem. Generally, governments are going to be more focused on like. Um, you know, increased welfare or well-being of the population, and they're going to make strategic investments in those kind of things, right? Like how can they grow um, and make a, a healthy, um, you know, govern- or a healthy body of people, right? Like a, a population of people, a constituents. But there's a political process that's overlaid on it, right? So you could see that political process a little bit more. Uh, if you start talking about governments, but there's a political process within firms too. It's not a straightforward thing where you know it's completely rational in any sort of way. Emotions, political um, politics, all of those things get in the way. Um, so you know, coming back to yourself, that's why I like to make this. I like to make all of my stuff very personal because um, I think that's that's you know we all of these lessons are really important for everybody. And what companies do, um, what governments do is they invest, um, you know, 10%, you know, maybe it's 15%, whatever target that is kind of the norm in their industry, um, in, in a, varies in industries and industry sectors and some companies are a lot more R&D intensive than others. It sort of just depends on the style of what you're doing. It doesn't mean, and you know, doing more research development in aggregate, um, so across everybody um, over time does, does lead to, you know, greater um, performance, doing better. But the problem is, is that um, in, the, in the micro, not in the aggregate, the, you know, where you're looking at the in-between or the year to year or the month to month, um, you can spend too much in research and development and actually, um, you know, it could, could hurt your survival, could create problems, right? You overspend and you create problems for, um, for the firm or, you know, if you're thinking of yourself, you create problems for yourself. So what does this mean for an individual? for you that's actually listening, well, if you take that as an example, if you take these firms that are doing well and you mimic what they're doing, um, it's it suggests that everybody should be, quote-unquote, wasting 10% of, of their resources, 15% of the resources, on uh, research and development. And this is over and above what your, your current... You know, investment strategy is that you have. That's that's different, right? That's long-term investment, so for your retirement and stuff. But this is talking about investing in yourself and your capabilities that you have, right? So, allocating. Let's say you make an easy round number, right? So um, that you make a hundred thousand dollars a year, right? So if you're making fifty thousand dollars, you sort of half it and make it, you know, five percent. If you're making more than that. Um, you know then, then you double it or whatever, right? So, for a hundred thousand dollars, you probably should be wasting ten thousand dollars on, um, you know, growth opportunities for you, research and development for you. So, what does that actually look like? So, you know, a component of that is going to be continuing education, so taking courses every once in a while, so wasting, um, you know. $10,000. So of that, maybe $1,000 might be on new continuing education courses, maybe two $2,000 in continuing education courses. But also looking for, um, you know, growth opportunities in terms of different products or services that you can, you can invent yourself or sort of little things that you can invest um, in, or you could build yourself or, you know, whether it's, Investing, um, I don't know. Investing in so so that's the way I kind of view, you know, the reciprocity project, right? So it's a sharing economy editing platform. Um, I'm sort of targeting, or we're, you know, family is, is targeting. Although my my wife is um, less excited about all of this, but you know, targeting wasting, um, you know, ten percent. 15% of what we make in the sort of pie-in-the-sky, um, pie-in-the-sky kind of idea of creating this platform that's going to be helpful for everybody, this editing platform that's going to be helpful for everybody so you can get feedback on your work, um, and that's, that's because it's a problem that I have, um, it's a problem what I struggle with and I want to make it so it's like a f- you know, more available to everybody because I think it could be very applicable to a lot of people. So, you know, that that rule of looking for that, of looking for opportunities to grow um, should be, and if you think about that, that's actually going to be a lot of money um, every single year, right? So over the course of five years, if you make, um, you know, $100,000 a year, that you're investing $50,000 in CE, um, you know, continuing education, in different various projects that you're working on, um, you know, maybe it's investing in your own house. Sometimes you might do that, where you're looking to grow the investment property value of your house. Um, you know, there's so many different ways that you could do this, but if you think about it, it's actually a lot of money, and it's going to feel wasteful and frivolous when you're doing that. Um, and so that's why I talk a lot about emotions. And managing that process, right? Of, of what it means to do research and development and being open about those things. So I'm going to just take a quick pause right now and I'll, I'll come back. So they, um, as I was saying, is that this is going to be incredibly emotional and it's going to be incredibly difficult to, to do, right? So how all this is going to play out. And this is, I haven't seen too much. You've seen a little bit, um in the research about, you know, what this all kind of looks like in innovation and entrepreneurship. But, you know, this is more of, you know, personal experience. It's hard to capture some of these things uh, in, unless you sort of tell the narrative of this. So what's going to happen is that, um, you know, you might have an, an idea that you're just like, oh, this is really cool. I want to pursue this thing. Um you know if you're doing this you might say hey um you know dr dave told me i should be uh, wasting some of my money on these projects um whatever those projects in you know various different projects because what you're looking for you know the reason why you do this is um so so don't scream at me if you do this and nothing happens in the next um five years or 10 years of actually doing this kind of thing right it might not generally it it might not at all right what you're looking for with research and development is something that is going to um, pan pan out in the very long term right so the very long term might be 20 years from now you might sort of strike the right chord and something might happen right and that's kind of what if you're looking at what google does and facebook and all these large companies and all those kind of things that's kind of what they do right so that they have this sort of short-term things that they're working on and that's more of like client services and working with customers and all those kind of things but also there's these research and development things that they're working on Um, you know Facebook just announced that they're they're switched from Facebook to meta and that's because they're they're taking this big leap towards you know virtual reality and all those things but if you look at how long they've been working on it Um, up until this point it's been I think 15 years when they started really I think it was 2007 or something like I can't remember no 2015 sorry so seven years and they're still not there Um, they're still really far from virtual it's uh, 2021 and it's still really far from like this world of virtual reality but they're positioning themselves to go there in 10 more years Which is probably, you know, it's probably 10 to 20 years out um, by the time something actually pans out. And so you can see the long, these are really, really long time horizons. And so if you do something like this, you have to acknowledge that it's going to be, hey, it might pan out next year. You might be the one fortunate person that, that you just choose right and everything kind of just like just just works right um, but you're very fortunate if that happens um, and and the, the problem is those very fortunate people go and tell people to to do these kind of things and um, and, the, and then they sort of disillude or get people to make sort of silly decisions after that because they've been very fortunate um, and everybody else doesn't sort of get to that point right away um, but You have to realize that, hey, it might not happen next year, unlikely to happen next year, but it's likely in the next 20 years something good is going to happen. You know, if I keep doing this and sort of, you know, looking and trying things and exploring and wasting some of these resources, you know, taking courses, all of those kind of things. If you do that, uh, at some point it's going to pan out, but what you have to realize in the in the near term, it is bloody hard to do it, right? It is very, very tough. There's an emotional, political process. Um, if you're part of, so if you're a single person, it's probably going to be somewhat easier for you, but it's going to st- still feel terrible um, because you can, you know, you could do it. You're the only one that, that's accountable to. But if you're in a family um, and you're doing something like this, even if you're wasting five percent on hobbies or education, hey, that's a big family decision, right? If you're wasting five thousand dollars, if you make a hundred thousand dollars as a family and you waste five thousand dollars a year, a year, um, over the course of you know ten years, that's fifty thousand dollars. People, your spouse, you know, significant others, they start questioning it, right? They start saying hey, we should be spending this to go to Disney World. This is a better investment of what we're actually doing, right? Or, you know, this is going to help our family out a little bit more. So it's it's a really hard thing to do this. And so you have to acknowledge that it is an emotional process um, and the sort of political process that you have to navigate and really have a lot of open conversations and, and you know, get everybody on board, and I know it's super hard to do that. Trust me. i well aware of how hard this is. That's why I'm openly talking about these experiences, that, that it is difficult um, to to navigate and to deal with. And, and, and you know, if you're to do this, we sort of have to acknowledge the challenges that you're going to face. Um, not to mention, if you're doing it and you're, you know, exploring in different areas, you're probably going to feel a lot of tensions with your current employers because they're going to be like, what are you doing, right? Like you're exploring in these different things and you're trying out these different things. And so your employer is going to view that as a threat. Um, and, and you know, you, you have to really just kind of keep going. You have to have that confidence that um, that gumption, gum, gumption the mojo whatever you want to call it just to keep going and not stop um knowing that you know a lot of people are not really going to understand it and not a lot of people are going to get it um and and maybe they might get it in the long run you know eventually but um for the most part not a lot of people are going to get it right if you've spent over 15 years you've wasted $5,000 every year and nothing's really panned out and you wait until the year 20 where things actually really do start clicking man people are gonna really um it's gonna be hard to answer to all of your various different stakeholders right so your your spouse at that point probably your um you know your employer and they're gonna think that you're kind of crazy and you spent a bunch of money on all this kind of stuff and you know, all of your friends are going to say, hey, why are you doing this? Um, what a waste of time. Like all of these things are very real things that you're going to go through. Uh, and, and, and this is, you know, this is more of, I think that this is, this is more of a reality of what's going to happen. So the imaginary view, you know, this whole startup world and all that kind of stuff, I think it's actually, um, it's a misnomer. Um, and it is not what most people do. Um, in terms of the startup world, right? The sort of venture capital, Silicon Valley startup world that people are trying to replicate all around the world. It does work. Um, and, and, you know, like things do get built and, and whatnot, but it's this is an expensive endeavor and it's a risky endeavor to do that, to, you know, just say, I'm just going to quit everything and pursue this, this you know, this opportunity, this um, business or whatever you're working on. And I'm gonna do that for five years. Like, good luck doing that unless you're 25 years old, right? Like, come on, um, it's not—it's <laughs> not very realistic. But you know, if you sort of gradually build things, incrementally build it, what does that actually look like uh, to get to the point where you're actually building something that is that is viable and that's and, and sort of self-sustaining? that's kind of what I'm doing, right? Like with the Reciprocity Project, this is very real and and I sort of talk about what it actually means to do this, right? So it means providing an enormous amount of content because nobody's ever gonna look at your stuff unless they understand what you're you're about and you have to talk about it constantly. If you think about, um, you know, what Facebook or Google or whatever, right? Any of these companies do, they spend a lot of money. They spend, um, you know, probably equivalent amount, 10%. Of the resources on, on marketing and talking about things, and you know, just this is where we're going, and all those kind of things, right? There's lots of information provision that happens, and you have to be the one person that's doing that. Um, and so, it's like super hard uh, to to do these kind of things, right? Like it's one that, that's a moral of the story with research and development. In in theory, in the long run, it's beautiful. Right, and it does pan out. Um, you know, you look at pretty near every paper that's out there that sort of accounts for research and development. Uh, pretty near, I'm not aware of too many that show a negative relationship between that. Um, generally, it shows a positive relationship, but you're looking at on an aggregate across all companies um, and, and across time, right? Across uh, an awful lot of time. Often, um, you know, decades that this data looks like. And um, you have to realize that that is going to pan out in the long run. But you have to know that this is this is a process that in the short run is a heck of a lot harder than one would ever think. So if you're planning on doing anything like this, just, just expect it um, to be tricky. Um, don't expect it to be like um, a quick win. Just know it's gonna be a long grind. And that's why I wanna talk about these things is like, hey, we're never in this stuff to do a quick win, right? Even if you're investing in the stock market, um, anybody that does day trading or trading within a year or even a couple of years, yeah, it's risky. Um, It's very risky, you can lose a lot. Um, But if you are buying and holding and you buy and hold for um, 20 years, it actually is a pretty good investment to do that. You do make a substantial amount of money every seven years your money doubles in the stock market. Um, and so you can kind of expect that with what you're doing right to get to the point where you have a double. Let's say you're making a thousand dollars you know let's say you're making it's bringing in ten thousand a thousand dollars right now. Uh, whatever thing that you're working on per year, you could expect that to double in seven years, and that would be a reasonable growth trajectory. That's that's at the market. Um, but then the next seven years, right? So you've got a thousand is bringing in a thousand a year. Um, this seven years, and then the next seven years can be bringing in two thousand, and then um, the, the next ones is it's it's um, four thousand dollars. So in 21 years, it's bringing in four thousand dollars, but then um you know, let's say per month. And and then, and then, you know, at year 28, you're looking at, it's bringing in $16,000, which is pretty substantial. I don't think anybody would ever sort of, um, you know, throw that out in any sort of way. But, you know, here's the cool thing is that year, um, was it 28, and then we gotta go, I gotta, um, <laughs> I'm totally blanking. At year 35, um, which is, you know, if you start this when you're 60, uh, or you start this when you're, you're 30 and by the time you're 65, um, you know, you're bringing, what did I say? Um, so 16, you're bringing in $32,000 a month. And, and that is no way nobody's ever going to argue about that, right? Like that is a lot. Um, but that is the reasonable expectation to sort of think about, um, of what this might actually take and how long it's going to take to actually get to something that is, uh, you know, reasonable. Um, you know, that that, that you're going to be happy with, right? And and that you're like, okay, it's been worth it. And then at that point, when you're 65 years old, you'll be like, you know, it was totally worth it because we're bringing in, um, what, did, what did I say it was? Um, 16, double of 16, no, it was more than that, uh, whatever double of 16, right? So a hundred and something thousand a month. Um, Was it more, what is it, like 156? Yeah, 156,000 a month. I guess that's a a stinking load of money. And you look back and you're going to say, hey, that was really wise. But for those first, um, you know, those those seven, 14 years, you're going to be like, man, this is stupid. I'm doing all this work. For a thousand bucks, I'm doing all a month, I'm doing all this work for, you know, you're 14 in, 14 years in, you're like, oh man, I'm doing all this work for $2,000 a month? Come on, like that is that is crazy. But then after a while, the compounding stuff starts kicking in and, and certain magical stuff starts happening, right? And we have to realize that that's what it takes. That's the reasonable assumption here that it should take you 35 years to get to the point where it's actually a, a reasonable. You know, risk, um, and you're happy with what actually happened. So, long story short, does pay off in the long run. Good luck in the short term. It's going to be an emotional, difficult, challenging ride, and uh, few people are going to believe in you. And, um, you know, research and development is not a linear process. Um, You know, people are going to crap on you like nobody's business, but you just got to get used to it. That's that's what that's what it's all about. So with that, give me a thumbs up, do subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye.